Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music. For all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com/newsadfree. That's amazon.com/newsadfree to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello everyone, good afternoon. Welcome to Redman News. I'm Ross Chanley, joined today by Benjamin Kelly. I've uh, got lots to get through today. I'm going to talk some about Liverpool's result at the weekend, a bit on Nico Williams, some uh, Gini Van Aldum, Thiago Latis, which is what you are here for. We're going to start with some breaking news, Ben. There is some transfer news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard. I'm really excited about this one, Ross. Take it away. Oh, Joe's got that on mode. He's got to Cardiff. Um, yeah. And people say that we're, we're sell to buy, yeah. you know. Shea Ojo has joined Cardiff City on a season-long loan, subject to international clearance. Um, sound? Fine, yeah. Should we, should we just move on? We can do. I just, I, I mean, the, the only sort of thought I have on this is that I don't really understand why we're still loaning him. I just, I don't think he's ever going to play for us properly. So why haven't we just gone and got two or three million for him and got on with our lives? Get more money for him next season when his loan finishes, Ben. Potentially, yeah. yeah. More, money, more money towards uh, Jane Sancho. Um, let's move on to the GD and uh, Thiago latest. Uh, this happened this morning. Our, uh, Fabrizio Romano um, is doing business again on Twitter. Um, Toby Alshaflul, um, I butchered that. Uh, updates, FC Barcelona want Thiago. Coman wants Wijnaldum. Barca put pressure on Coman to change his mind. There's already been contact between Barcelona and the player environment, which I'm just assuming is his, is his agents. Um, but then Fabrizio Romano, quote tweet that said, and also Liverpool are now waiting to understand Barca's ideas or the official bid for Gino Ronaldo has not arrived yet. Barcelona contacted with his agents. Um, I guess it's just, again, what we said all along, but it's just it's, it's a game of chess and a game of pressure and who mm-hmm. blinks first and who does what. Barcelona could easily be saying, well, Sam, like, if you're not going to let us talk to Genie, we'll just go get the person that you want. Um, you know, hopefully it comes to an end pretty soon because I'm pretty bored of, of talking about it, to be completely honest. Um, you know, it's just another step of, you know, Thiago might not happen and he might just go to Barcelona, like, which I'd be pretty, pretty pissed off about. But then, you know, at least we'll still have Genie. Yeah, I, I think it's difficult, isn't it? Because, you know, as you say, it's all these games being played. I, I wish Liverpool would just cut it out and just go and, and make a bid for Thiago at least and try and get some solid conversations on the table. But if, you know, if the thoughts around us, you know, I know I joked about it before, but if we kind of do need to sell Genie in order to buy him, then I kind of understand why we, you know, we, we are waiting a little bit if we're waiting for Barcelona to come to us. Because at the end of the day, I think in an ideal world, I think Klopp would rather keep Wijnaldum and by Thiago, which I think is what all of us would like. But if he can't do that, then at the same time, he doesn't want to sell Wijnaldum. So why should he chase up Barcelona? It's like anything in life, you know, why should you chase up the other person when it's something that they want? So it's all very much 
slow moving. We've got less than a month of the window to go. Hurrah. That means that it's all going to go away eventually one way or another. Um, I'm probably in the small camp where it's not that I don't want Thiago, but if we don't if we don't end up with him, I mean, obviously conversations like this will have been a bit of a waste of time, but I, if we don't end up with him and we keep Genie, I won't be massively upset. Um, you know, I think I think he probably improves our squad, but I don't think it's like a super duper duper upgrade. And I think if we if it doesn't happen, then you know, it's not like Genie's an average midfielder. Genie's a you know a really top class midfielder. And actually, if you're throwing around a price like twelve million, fifteen million euros, that's an absolute joke. And he should be going for. I mean, even with a year left on his contract, he should be going for twenty five. We shouldn't be making a loss on Genie Wijnaldum, no matter how much yeah. you know, no matter how many years we've got left on his contract, or you know, how, no matter how much that money is going to go towards Thiago, we should not be. We, we bought him for twenty million, and he's twice the player he was when he bought him. We shouldn't be making a loss on him. So for me. If you're not going to get the right price for him, don't sell us all. Yeah, and especially to Barcelona as well. Who, you know, yeah. I know they're pretty skinned themselves, but they're used to kind of spending money and giving us a lot to us as well. Um, I agree with you. Uh, you know, there's no um, there's no incentive just to from Liverpool. It seems just to go, go and get the business done, but then they leave themselves overloaded. You know, they can't get rid of Gene. There might be too many there. God knows. Uh, let us know your thoughts and comments. Uh, if you're on Facebook, let's do that. I'll get some later. If you're on YouTube, get them, and Tom will try and grab some of them of the very best, and we'll talk through them later on. Uh, also, Liverpool's third round Carabao Cup draw has been revealed. Liverpool will face Bradford City or Lincoln City uh, in the week of the 21st of September, so it's just three weeks away, or less than three, two weeks away. Um, Sounds, Ben, I did nice, a nice change, again, from last season of having a, a lower league opposition in the Carabao. I suppose... It, the only problem is we've not got Neil Critchley at our disposal anymore, so I don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> if he's going to that gig, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it also it also helps in the sense of you know we we've spoken so much and and the viewers at home as well of you know the intense season trying to you know and and the point of having you know with the argument towards Thiago is we've got a condensed season in a, in a safe, in a short amount of time. You know the risk of injury goes up. You have got less recovery time. You still got to fight, fight on all these fronts. You know myself personally. You know, as much as it's like off, I'd love a, love a Carabao Cup, you know, to to accompany a Premier League, you know, this season or, and or a Champions League. You know, you still want to go out and win all the trophies that you that you kind of enter. Having these transfers, which is what 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 people want and whatever, buys into this, but it also helps the development of youngsters and kind of those fringe players of getting them up to speed for the season as well, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think you know those those players this season, um, you know, we were kind of on the fringe of the squad, like. This is where they. This is where they get their opportunities. This in the early rounds of the FA Cup, and I think there was talk at one point about maybe European teams not entering this competition this season, which I think, on the face of it, has lots of benefits for Liverpool. But you know, there's always two sides to every coin, and the positives to the fact that we have entered it is the fact that players, younger players, who may not be getting an opportunity, you know, you know for a fact. Curtis Jones, Nico Williams, probably Set Van Denberg, Keanu Hoover, all nailed on to play in this game. Whereas, you know, when the Champions League kicks in, it is literally like it kicks in mid-October, I think. And it's literally a game every week. And there's two games a week. And, it, you know, it's gonna fa- we're going to struggle to find game time for some of these players, if not for this competition. So, I, I, you know, whereas I think Jürgen probably rolls his eyes a little bit at it and just thinks, you know, he, he might be better off without it. There are positives to it, I think. And also on that same subject, international football, which we're coming to now, which... I'm not a fan of, and we'll get onto it later on. Um, I, sorry, I'm around the league. We'll talk about it actually. Um, 
about people getting COVID-19 while they've been on international duty, but don't like it. But you texted me the weekend, Ben, and you actually said, you know, it could be a positive thing of getting people, for example, getting people up to speed. But I want to talk about Nico Williams. Obviously, he scored a late winner uh, for Wales at the weekend. I, mean, I couldn't be happy for the lad. You know, I said, I, everyone knows my views on international football. But in terms of his confidence going forward, you know, he, he had a, a, difficulty, a difficult time against the Bamiang, you know, one of the best forwards in, in Premier League football, um, you know, of recent times, or probably, you know, even in, in European football. To go on international duty, to go and, go and, you know, I think he's two caps he's got now and, and one goal, kind of shows that, you know, he is capable of doing these things, you know, okay, against a lesser opposition, you, you could argue, but he's got to learn, he's got to get better, he's got to play these games for him to, to improve and build that confidence, hasn't he? Yeah, totally, and I think, um, look, you know, it, it, Wales. Wales obviously have a slightly weaker side than, may, than maybe England on paper, and that the the oppositions that they play. And this is what's kind of good about the Nations League in a way, is because you are always playing teams that are kind of at your level and will give you a game. It's not like England are playing somebody like San Marino in a friendly, and you, everybody knows that they're going to batter them. You know, you pitch against teams at your level, and it gives Wales the chance to sort of compete against teams that are around where they are. And at the end of the day, I mean, even for you must we even as us who maybe not as bothered about England, it's still a real honour and a privilege for a player to represent their country. And the fact that Williams is doing that at this age not only is great for you know his his, his mentality and the fact that you know he feels like he's he's been good enough to be picked for his country, um, but also you know it's it is an it is another level sometimes you know it's a re, it's it's considered by many as the top level of, of football you know to, to go out on the world stage and recommend you know um, sorry and uh, represent your country and I think the fact that he's doing it and the fact that he's scored you know will give him a lot a lot, lot of um, will give him a lot of confidence. Ryan Gig seems to like him, which is good. Um, and, you know, it, it, it can only be a good thing that, you know, Ben Woodburn obviously was getting picked as well, wasn't he? I think he's fallen off the scene a little bit now. Now he's, you know, he's had his loan to Oxford and all that. But it's always good to see Liverpool players representing the countries at any level. And I think Williams um, Williams deserves it, given his performances this season. Yeah, and you're right to get praise off of something like of Ryan uh, Ryan Giggs, Ryan Williams, Ryan Giggs, you know, like, you know uh, what he achieved in football. You know, he might, might play for Manchester United, but you know, he's he's, he's the Welsh manager. You know, he he won loads of experience. But you got someone like that saying, you know, he's been really impressed with him. That can only play into his hands as well. Uh, moving on, uh, Liverpool played a friendly at the weekend. We um, won seven two. Uh, a nice little confidence boost ahead of the Premier League starting on Saturday. Um, John Matip. Scored, Sally Manny scored further goals from Elliot Kimmino, Divock Rigi, set Vandenberg. Um, I, I caught up on the highlights, Ben, but again, you know, we're talking about confidence and rhythm and, and things like that. You know, it's, it's difficult because some players run international duty, but, you know, we, we put out a, a fairly large squad on Saturday. But even for the likes of, you know, Divock Rigi to get on the score sheet or, or Harvey Elliott, like I know it's a friendly, but it's kind of break your duck and kind of get that out, out the way before the season starts. Again, we're talking about confidence and rhythm going forward. And I know it's Blackpool, which is completely different to, to a Leeds United, but from a football's perspective, we're going, okay, Sam, we found some rhythm. The the, the games against Stuttgart and, and Salzburg weren't as good comparatively, but a nice big win before you go into the season is kind of what you want, isn't it? Yeah, it can hurt, can it? And, and I think, actually, I think, like this was only announced this week, wasn't it? I think it was good for the team to have like a little bonus game as well. Because to be honest, after the Community Shield, I kind of expected that to be it. I thought more. To be honest, I I wasn't up to date with it. I thought more players were going to go away on international duty, and therefore we weren't going to have a squad to play a game like this. 
So when I saw the when I saw the game had been announced, I was like, hmm, that'll be interesting. But no, obviously the likes of um, you know Firmino and Mane and Salah were all present, um, and then you've got players who you know like Minamino as well, who seems to be improving. Uh, you know, obviously Cater apparently was very good. Um, you've got Harvey Elliott as well, as you said before, who got gets himself a goal. So it was just a chance for those players to have another run out, another run out at Anfield, you know, for the younger players, which I think is which is a obviously a positive. Um, and hopefully, you know, players like Elliott and Jones and um, you know and Minamino can all can all just take a little another level of confidence to the, from that. And obviously, that will you know there was no harm going to the Leeds game. Yeah, no, all positive. Uh, final story before we go. I'm not going to delve too much into this because we're going to do quite a bit on the Reds transfer news tomorrow. Um, but we'll put the link in the description on the YouTube so you can have a look yourself. Uh, there's a massive thread from Swiss Ramble about Liverpool's transfers uh, and why they aren't buying people. So I'll just read the first one. If many Liverpool fans cannot understand why their club seems to be unwilling to buy players, surely they should be awash with cash after winning the Champions League and the Premier League. Yes. Uh, this just looks at why they, where they're spending money. It's just where, why they are not buying. And it probably it's probably about half an hour read. I said, I'm going to go into it now. But for those, including myself, who are kind of wondering, like, why Newcastle spending money? You know, why are Leeds spending money? Why are Sheffield United spending money? Why are Liverpool Premier League champions and world champions not spending money? This breaks it all down um, with graphs, explanations, charts. And it's just, it's just a really good read. Uh, ben, I know you've not read it yet, but I'm sure you will consume after this news. Of course. I mean, yeah, there's not much I can add at this point, unfortunately, Ross. Yes, it looks like an interesting read. Yes. Thanks, Ben. Let's get to your comments. On G and Tiago, I'll say I don't care who comes in. I just want G to stay. Very good point. Lee White Buchan says uh, we need G and by Tiago. It's, it's a long season. We'll probably need both to retain a title and go far in the Champions League. So we touched on. Sipsco uh, 01 says gone on far too long. Gone on too long, either sign him or move on. And Dickie, oi, red, hello, mate. Uh, he says, if Genie stays, I'll be happy, not bothered. If we get Thiago, terrific player. Uh, no knows under clock, no going to the Premier League. Um, and Tom just says, it's all just Genie and Thiago comments. Uh, let us know your thoughts, keep your comments going. I'll try and reply to some of them at the end if you're on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube. Uh, ben, thank you very much. We'll be back later this afternoon with the Iran League. We're joined by Louis Benaventi, so we're going to talk about Chelsea, a team that are making quite a few transfers, uh, and get his thoughts on their season ahead. We'll see you soon. Ciao. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.